Welcome to the Online Store Success Podcast with me, Jody Minto. If you have or are planning on launching your very own online store, you are in the right place, my friend. I'm your host, Jody Minto, an award-winning e-commerce mentor, online fashion business owner, and speaker based on the central coast of New South Wales. I started my own online fashion store from scratch as a side hustle when I was working full-time in the corporate world, juggling young children and living in the Middle East. Today, that side hustle is a seven-figure-a-year online fashion brand with stockists and customers all over the world. Join me each week for real talk, lessons and strategies that I used in order to build up Island Co. to the million-dollar-a-year business it is today. The lessons and strategies I share with you each week will help you build and scale your very own successful e-commerce fashion business too, because I know how my life has changed for the better after launching my own business, and I want the same for you. Hello and welcome to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jody Minto. Today we are talking about what we can do when things just aren't going to plan in our e-commerce business. Often when we start our e-commerce business or our online store, we're really excited, we're full of optimism and, and hope for the future, we're getting ready to hand in our resignation at that day job and just dreaming of this life that we've seen all over the internet and other people sharing, um, you know, the freedom and flexibility you get from having your own business. The reality is, though, that success doesn't just land in our laps. Launching your online store is like birthing the baby. Once you have that baby in your arms and leave the hospital, the real work begins and launching your online store is no different. Getting consistent traffic and sales online takes ongoing work and strategies, and often these are outside of online store owners' skill sets or experience levels. So today I am talking to you about what you can do when things aren't going to plan, the four areas you can go back and check, and just to try and do a deep dive and problem solve what might be going wrong for you. All right, let's get started. The very first thing I want you to look at if things just aren't going to plan in your online store is the current number of visitors you're getting to your store a day. And I encourage you to look at unique visitors versus all traffic because 20 of those visitors uh, or traffic of those hits might actually be you or your team. So look at the number of unique visitors a day. And then from that, I want you to take a look at your sales per day and come up with your conversion rate. Now, there's lots of places online. If you search how to Google, how to calculate my conversion rate, uh, you'll be able to find that. But I want you to check what your conversion rate is and how it compares to the industry benchmark because you might already actually be hitting that benchmark, which is really, really low. Um, And I'll explain more on that in a moment. But maybe it's not as bad as you think. Maybe it's just a case that you need more visitors each day to reach your goals. Because for those of us with online stores, we are in a numbers game and conversion rates are pretty low. You can expect if everything's going really well, if you've got a proven product and your website's really strong and built to convert and it's been optimized and your messaging's really clear and your brand is on point, you can expect to hopefully make a conversion rate of around 2%. So that means if you want to get 10 sales a day, you need to reverse engineer how many visitors you want to get. 
more often than not, people's, especially in the beginning, uh, people's conversion rate isn't 2%. It's often lower. So let's say for argument's sake, your conversion rate is 1% and you want to get 10 sales a day to hit those sales goals. You will need, uh, sorry, not 100, 1,000 quality visitors each day in order to have any hope of achieving that. So if you are only getting a handful of visitors to your store each day, you can't really expect to make those sales. So the good news is that maybe you're not actually doing anything wrong. It might be just a case of more, you need more targeted traffic to come to your site consistently each and every day. So that's the first thing that you need to look at when things aren't going to plan. Take a look at your your conversion rate. Take a look at the numbers of visitors coming to your store per day and how many sales you're making off the back of that. And compare yourself to even a 1% or 2% conversion rate and see if you're making that. That's the first place. If you're crunching your numbers and you're looking and you you are getting traffic uh, to your website each day, but you're still not getting any sales, so your conversion rate might be less than 1% or it might be zero, you need to then consider the offer or what it is that you're actually selling. Because more often than not, this can unfortunately be the problem. Think about the product that you sell. Is it a proven product? Have you made sales offline before launching your online store? And did you get good feedback about people willing to part with their cold hard cash to buy your thing that you sell? If that is the case, if you can tick that off your list, yes, I know people want my product. People have bought my product uh, offline or they're buying it online very, very occasionally. Well, we can then say, right, okay, so there's nothing wrong with your product, but perhaps the issue is is how you are presenting your offer or your product. Maybe it's in the communication of what your what your product does, what transformation it provides your your customers, and whether or not you're doing that using clear messaging and just uh, product descriptions on your on your product pages, and whether you are promoting that offer or that product in the best possible light through quality images and videos. This challenge or this problem when the offer or the product is the problem is traditionally where drop shipping stalls fall short. And when I'm talking about drop, drop shipping stalls at stores, I'm talking about um, the drop shipping um, businesses uh, that are reselling often uh, poor quality clothing or very average electronic goods that are a dime a dozen and you can get them everywhere. Often there are, I know in the States, not so much here in in Australia, but there are lots and lots of uh, courses and business coaches pushing drop shipping because yes, it sounds great because you don't have to lay out any money for buying inventory, but what you're doing is often selling a subpar product and you're often cutting and pasting the description, the images straight onto your website and hoping that someone's going to pick you to buy it from. And then often what happens too is that that product uh, is then popped onto the slow boat from China and the customer experience is terrible and then there's no repeat business. And it's not, I've not seen, I've not in my business experience seen anyone that has made a success of that sort of drop shipping model. Now, like I said, it's very popular in the US, maybe in the US it's different. In Australia, I've not seen anyone do it. And more often than not, those business owners aren't 
engaged or even interested in the product they sell. It's just about them having their own online business and own online store. So there's usually they don't there's no kind of thought or there's no kind of passion around the products they sell and if uh unless you're a, a master marketer or copywriter that uh, that lack of kind of interest and passion about the product is pretty evident once someone hits your website um aside from the, you know drop shipping again the offer can be something you know or the product is is something that maybe you really love but maybe there's no demand for it and sometimes that unfortunately is the problem and it doesn't mean that your business has failed that you have to throw it all in it might mean that you need to pivot and i'll give you an example of of this so over the past five years i've coached many uh women with online stores online fashion stores children's wear um, pet goods art um all different things but there was this one business um, that I worked with, and uh, she had a, her brand was really great. She had a, a beautiful website. She had um, quite an engaged, organic following, um, and she was selling these beautiful leather children's shoes. They were what would you call them? I want to say moccasins. Um, I'm not a shoe expert, but they were really beautiful, and she had gorgeous imagery and. And all of the things, but it didn't matter how much we, how many ads we did, how many you know promotions we did, how many discounts or whatever um, sort of marketing tactics we tried, we could not get the volume of sales through um, selling these children's shoes. And what we ultimately discovered was there wasn't that much demand for it. Yes, they were beautiful, but uh, many mothers, and this was the feedback that we were getting, many mothers of five-year-olds and eight-year-olds and whatnot didn't want to spend 60 to to $100 on a pair of leather shoes for their children. One, because um, they grow at the, the speed of light. I know my, my teenagers are still growing at the speed of light and I don't invest, especially on shoes, because their feet just keep growing and growing and growing. Um, uh, but also kids, they, they wreck stuff, right? They don't take good care of it. Despite these shoes being really um, hardy and long-wearing and easy to clean, we just could not get this offer to work on the level that she wanted, uh, my client wanted it to be in order to build like a profitable uh, business. What she actually did is started dabbling with ladies' shoes and selling those obviously in the, under the same brand on the same website to the same customers because really the customers was, were the women or the mothers buying the shoes for the kids, not very often and not nearly enough. But she already had this captive audience. So she desired, started designing, again, beautiful leather um, flat shoes for mums and that those products just went bananas she couldn't keep up with demand um, I know now that she has stocks her shoe her ladies shoes all over the country in different boutiques um, she has a, a, a big range of different shoes and and has sort of um, gone from uh, like I said I think they're moccasins <laughs> loafers loafers to then slip-ons and everything in between and has now this amazing business selling ladies shoes which is totally different to what she started out with with, with children's shoes I'm sure I hope it's not the case but I'm sure she probably still has some of that inventory of children's shoes sitting around because I've been there too when I've had to pivot in my business and you end up with all this stock left over um, but Yes, it was an expensive and painful lesson, but the ultimate outcome of that is that she now has a thriving business 
still under the same umbrella, still under the same website, the same brand with the same audience, but selling something that ladies really, really wanted and were prepared to spend uh, more. And these, you know, the ladies' shoes are double the price of the kids' shoes. So if you find that there's an, a situation with your offer, I encourage you to try and put it in front of people in real life and have them uh, part, see if you can sell it in person um, first. And, and even if that means, you know, taking them into, if you're working in an office, taking them in the local uh, office and showing, you know, your colleagues and see if you can make a sale there, whether it's booking a table at your local market stall to try and sell some there. Whatever you can do to try and get some sort of proof of concept that you have a winning product. And if you've tried that and you still don't have a winning product, you need to think about pivoting. Uh, and the great thing about putting your product in front of people is that you get real-time feedback. People will say to you, oh, I'd love this if, or wouldn't it be great if you could do these for women rather than kids? And that will give you lots and lots of information to, so that will enable you to pivot. And keep in mind, if you're stuck in that situation and it feels really painful and horrible and like you're failing, that just, you know, if you, with a slight pivot in six to 12 months time, you could have the business of your dreams. So just keep going, but we have to be open to change. Now, the third thing, if, if you found that your conversion rate, um, you know, you're getting the traffic, but there's no, the conversion rate's still quite low and you're pretty sure that your offer is a winning uh, product and you're still not making the sales that you would need to, in order to um, meet your sales goals, I would encourage you to look at the shop front. What does your website look like? And I see this all the time where um, I work with uh, members in, in online store success or in co with coaching clients and they come and they say, got this great product, uh, but people just aren't buying. And I look at their website and think, well, no wonder. <laughs> and I don't say that to them, but I instantly look at it and go, well, no wonder I wouldn't buy from this website either. It looks really amateur. It looks outdated. It's not easy to use. I can't find what I'm looking for. Or when I land on a product I like, there's one grainy image and there's a horrible description. It doesn't tell me what it's made from or how to care from it. I can't find any information on refund policies or shipping costs or how long it's going to take. And it's not just the aesthetics, but it's all that, that information that customers need to be able to confidently make a purchase. So if you have a strong product, but your website is lacking, your conversion rate will drop drastically and you certainly won't reach any sales goals. So if you have ticked off those other two issues and, and confirmed, yes, I'm on the right track, but you're still not getting the sales, I encourage you to look at your website from the view of your customer or someone coming to it for the very first time because good enough isn't good enough in the case of online stores. People expect nice-looking stores that are easy to use, that look professional, that build up that confidence and they feel safe and secure putting their credit card details into it. And no matter how great your product is, if your website is lacking, you are not going to make the sales, unfortunately. All right, the final thing I encourage you to look at after checking off those three elements of your business is your marketing systems. Are you consistently putting out quality marketing across a number of channels or are you just depending on one channel? For example, are you only depending on organic methods such as Instagram posts or Facebook posts or TikToks to drive traffic to your sales? Because if you are just relying on 
organic, it's going to be a very, very slow uphill battle to reach your sales goals. Unless, of course, you are an influencer in your own right with a super engaged following and then you have got a license to print money, my friend, go for it. However, most of us are not in that situation and relying on just one channel or one strategy will not be enough to drive that traffic that you need in order to get that conversion rate that you need in order to make the sales that you are aiming for. When it comes to scaling your traffic and sales, nothing will do it faster than paid ads. I love Facebook and Instagram ads. Yes, it can be, you know, confusing and frustrating, but when it work, when it's working well, it's amazing. And I would not have the business I have today if I didn't invest not only in this on the skills to manage the ads myself, but also the dollars to try and reach new audiences. So I encourage you to be open-minded when it comes to all thing mark all things marketing. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. The same goes for don't just rely only on Facebook ads to do all the heavy lifting. You also need to have uh, organic methods to be bringing in traffic as well. So I hope these four tips or these four elements of your business uh, to check when things are not going well or as planned are helpful to you. These are just some of the things that I teach in my online program called Online Store Success. It's currently closed. uh, There's a wait list for it, uh, but I encourage you to pop your name on it. It will be rebirthed uh, this year with lots of new juicy lessons and strategies. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I look forward to chatting with you again, same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Online Store Success with Jody Minto. If you loved it, please share it with your friends on Instagram and tag me at I am Jody Minto so I can say thank you. And if you really want to make my day, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like my help in starting or scaling your online store, be sure to check out my free resources and programs at jodyminto.com. Thanks again and best of luck with your store. Oh, 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 oh,